cliffcentral.com. Sanders, how's it, Sean? How you doing, dude? Hey, Gareth. Hey, team. Yeah, good. Great, actually. Can't complain. How are you guys doing? Yeah, good. Well, yeah, another week where there's lots to talk about. So Bitcoin has been a bit of a ride. And, and what do you ascribe the, the big drop yesterday to and the recovery today? How do you explain that? Because, again, people get super nervous and they think, oh, the bottom's falling out of this thing and they sell, sell, sell. And then that obviously drives the selling and the price goes down as a result of panic. What would you say happened? Well, we saw a big pullback yesterday, right? I mean, Bitcoin went from she's 53,000 to $45,000. Mm. I mean, that's a huge drop. It was about a 17% drop was the worst of yesterday. I mean, Ethereum saw a big pullback. A lot of money moved out of the market, but it's a healthy correction. I mean, when you see the market increase at the pace it has, you have to have these sort of pullbacks, right? And the awesome thing to see is that you're looking at the market now where you've seen a whole bunch of new money into the space and it's back above $50,000. Yeah. So it is a healthy correction. And I mean, you look at the history of crypto. Honestly, this is not a big pullback in the greater scheme of things in absolute value terms, in terms of the amount of money that was actually traded and you know the amount of money moving around the crypto system, that was significant. And it's certainly the biggest pullback in history from that standpoint but it's healthy and you know this is the sort of thing or the sort of pullback where you actually have to say well listen maybe if i've never got exposure to crypto this is the time i can move in um again well, you could see a further full pullback okay, right so, I mean, you're in so, this weird position now where you're going okay do we then move higher do we then start moving towards a hundred thousand dollars of bitcoin or do we actually pull back and maybe get forty five thousand dollars again but will you have the guts to then buy into that market that's sort of the big question here all right so here's the question and again it's always necessary for me to preface this by saying that you are not giving financial advice we're asking you because we're curious and interested in this we're looking at it because it's something that you do for a living it's what your company does you you invite people to invest their money but it's up to them what do you think investors should do now that the the whole crypto market's rebounding I think you need to take, and we've said this on your show, it's boring. I want to give something like, you know, you've got a lot of guys that come on to various podcasts and they say, no, Bitcoin's going to a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars or whatever the story is. It could, it can also pull back 10%. So don't go and just run out there and put, you know, like your life savings into crypto. Start and, small. We've said this all along. And how much, how much has to do with how long you want to be in the market for? Because if you are looking for the quick in and out and you think you can cash in, maybe you invested in January and you made way more money than you thought you would and you cashed out two weeks ago you'd be very happy with yourself now that doesn't mean you need to go straight back in but if you want to be in there for a long time and you feel like the the value of cryptocurrency is in the long term and the things like ethereum and many of the other platform currencies that help build the 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 the, the structure that that runs behind all of this, the shared ledger idea or the fact that you can build apps on top of it, all the rest of it, that stuff is a much more long-term investment, right? That's not the quick wins. No, completely. I mean, there's traders in the market. Uh, traders actually make the market more efficient, generally speaking. There's a debate around that. But you need some short-term speculators in the market, just like you need longer-term investors. That's what makes this price discovery of crypto really interesting and the price discovery of any market. And what I mean by price discovery is, you know, at the end of the day, the value of anything is just a willing buyer and a willing seller. So there are people out there that believe that you know, a single Bitcoin is worth today $50,000. And, you know, in the future, if they believe it's going to be worth more and you've got more people that are adopting digital currency, the price should increase, right? You've got more demand. But I think it's quite interesting to look at wealthy individuals, right? How do a lot of people make a lot of money? And generally speaking, I mean, I have not met a very wealthy individual that has traded successfully throughout their entire life, right? And I come from a trading background. 
So most of the very wealthy people I know that made very smart long-term investments that have paid off with 100x, 1,000x, 2,000x returns. And if you view most investments in that sense, right, you're not looking at the 20% or the 50% or even the 100% return. With crypto, should this actually, you know, Bitcoin has the possibility now, and this is what people don't quite understand. Ethereum is a completely different kettle of fish, right? Ethereum can get a lot bigger than Bitcoin, and I know there's an argument around that. But Bitcoin could overtake gold's market capitalization. Currently, it's 8% of gold's total market capitalization. But Bitcoin could overtake gold, and all of a sudden, you're looking at at least a 10 to 15x return if that were to happen. And, someone, and that's really the big opportunity here. And someone made a good point about the comparison between Bitcoin and gold, and we've discussed this a couple of times on the show, but we've never discussed this aspect of it. While gold is a store of value and all of those things, Bitcoin and particularly some of the other cryptocurrencies that are much more about blockchain and what you can build on blockchain, those things, gold doesn't have a ledger of all the people who've owned that piece of gold since the dawn of time. We don't know how that, that ownership has changed and what exactly has happened to that gold over time. But we do know every step of what's happened with every piece of cryptocurrency available in the market, right? And that's just that's already, it's already something that makes it different. Apart from that, its applications are so much more varied than what you could do with a block of a chunk of a hunk of gold. Completely. And I think that's the big use case here. People go, I mean, today we're looking at crypto being like, oh, my word, it's 10% the size of gold. Sure. That's a really big deal. That's just Bitcoin, right? Yeah. But I mean, in 15 or 20 years, are you going to have a more digitized world? Yes. You know, if you start mining, and I know we're going to start thinking really out the box here, but if you start mining meteors, and you start extracting gold and resources from that, which maybe seems quite far-fetched now, but in 10 to 15 years' time, is that a possibility? Yeah, then you kind of screwed, right? There's not going to be more Bitcoin. There's certainly going to be more gold if that is the case. Yeah. So I think it's just a case of when that's going to happen, and then you've got that inevitable depreciation of gold. So a lot of people are worried about tax because you know governments all over the world are starting to figure out what's going on with crypto now, and they want a piece of the action. Um, and there's no such thing as a, a, you know a government that's going to turn a blind eye to this. They want their pound of flesh. What happens with tax in the crypto world and crypto tax? Oh, that's complicated, and that's unfortunately you know to most tax is complicated. But in the crypto space, uh, cryptocurrency is not deemed to be a currency, even though it's cryptocurrency is a bit of a misnomer. Mm. It's deemed to be a property of sorts. So it's not a commodity in South Africa. It's deemed to be similar to a property and not property as in like a real estate yeah. uh, investment, but rather just physical property that you've invested in. Mm. So that means only when you incur a gain. So when you sell your Bitcoin or your cryptocurrency investment or one of your bundles with us, would you be liable to pay tax on the gains? Now there's essentially two types of tax. If you're trading cryptocurrency and you're buying and selling on a regular basis, you'll be liable to pay tax for any gains that you make at your marginal tax rate. So whatever tax rate you, whichever tax bracket you're in, which can range from 18% all the way through to 45% in South Africa, your gains will be taxed at that tax rate. If you hold an investment for an extended period of time, yeah. and there's a good reason that we've built our bundles in the way that we have, it's because from a tax advantageous position, you're sitting there going, well, I'm making an investment into something that's long-term by nature, mm. which means that if you go to SARS and say, I've invested in a crypto bundle with a long-term investment nature, and then you sell your investment out after a year and a half, two years, or three years, you're only liable to pay a tax at the capital gains tax rate, right? right. Which is substantially lower. Right. And I mean, when I say substantially lower, if you're in the top, top tax bracket from an income bracket, standpoint, you're looking at saving about 26% on, on tax, yeah, that which was, is a substantial amount, right? That was actually a question we got from Alex um, uh, last week, and I thought it was a really good one. So that's why we threw that in there. Um, there, there are a few other questions that we've got. Uh, there, are, there are still lots of people who are very skeptical. 
Um, we talked about Elon Musk and putting a lot of Tesla money into Bitcoin, but there are a lot of companies that are coming on board now and making it possible to pay for things with Bitcoin. Um, what What is the next big step? I mean, is it the banks? Because we've also hinted at that happening and it has started happening in certain places. What do you think the next big step would be? So I think if you look over at Germany, you look over at Switzerland, you look over at Singapore, you'll see what's happening next. And what's happening is that the banks are getting into the action, right? Mm. So the banks are not custodying cryptocurrency. They're utilizing cryptocurrency. It's just any other assets. You know, if you were investing in property, you could potentially have, you know, that real estate um, ownership custodied by the bank. Stock certificates are custodied by professional brokers. You've got exactly the same thing happening in the custody sp- in, the, in the crypto space. Sorry. So banks are st- stepping in. They're essentially trying to challenge, you know, companies such as Revix. They're challenging exchanges that exist out there. They're going to want in on this market, right? I mean, banks are losing money. Interest rates are super low around the world. You know, if you had invested in the banking sector five years ago, you'd be sitting in a pretty terrible position right now. So they want a chunk of this change and they're going to move in, right? And I think that's a good thing yeah. for the industry, right? Banks have to evolve. Yeah. Um, obviously, one last thing is people are talking about some kind of reset that they do with Bitcoin in, in April. Is this nonsense? Is this some kind of, of rumor or is there something happening? I, that's, a, that's a rumor. As far as I'm aware, I don't know of any reset yeah, well, that will take place. Where do you get your info when it comes to, to, to the stuff that you tell us? I mean, you must have a, a huge network of people, so it's not easy for you to just say, oh, well, I just go here. But are there certain places that you visit on a daily basis, certain apps you use to track this stuff? Uh, I subscribe to a few different newsletters. I mean, you really have to stay kind of you know up to date with the crypto market on a you know kind of like hour by hour basis. Really, I mean, <laughs> yeah. remember, we, I'm also sitting in an office with everyone that's immersed in the world of crypto. Mm. I mean, everyone here is completely obsessed with Bitcoin. Most of them want to receive their salaries in Bitcoin. Mm. Uh, you know, you're dealing with people that literally jump onto any new news and want to debate about it and talk about it and all the rest. So you're kind of in it, which is a little bit different to people that are trying to just get. You know, information online. Um, there is an online site, and there's obviously no paid marketing or anything, but there is Decrypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty straightforward to spell that. But Decrypt, essentially, you know, I use that for a lot of my news sources. Uh, I think they're great. I mean, they do aggregate news stories. Uh, generally speaking, it's really quality content. It's not South African focused. Um, in South Africa, you do have uh, CryptoTrader. I think it's .co.za. No, that's Altcoin Trader. I'm, I'm actually getting confused here. There's a South African site, which I'll actually share with with you guys after this and sure. you can post it as maybe part of the comments. Yeah, of course. Um, they're fantastic. And uh, yeah, I've got to say that as I'm, even though I'm going blank with the name now, a really good news source as well. I follow them on Twitter. Well, uh, you see, this is the kind of thing. There's never, there's never ever a moment where I have you on and we, we don't run out of things to talk to you about. Uh, and we've just proven that again with taking it in several different directions, but it's, it, we're out of time, unfortunately for today. Find out more by going to revix.com. You can register, you can invest a small amount of money or a large amount of money. It's totally up to you. And you can buy into one of their great, uh, portfolios. There's, there's, well, you can create your own portfolio and buy into various of their offerings. They've got, uh, indexed, cryptocurrency platforms that you can go and have a look at. You can also buy the alt, uh, the, the, the gold coin. There's the US dollar coin. There are a whole lot of ways that you can move your money into different assets so that you have a diversified portfolio. And then you can go along for the ride, see what happens. It's a hell of a thing to do, and it's lots and lots of fun. Sean, good to see you, dude. Thank you. Cliffcentral.com.